ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to These Go to Eleven, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. This not only helps us to get our content out there, but also helps us to find out what you, our faithful listeners, think. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to These Go to Eleven. Once again, I'm Nathan Bell. Joining me, as always, Greg Dutcher. Greg, what's going on, man? Dude, I'm just sitting across from you, enjoying listening to that rich, buttery voice <laughs> of Nathan Bell. To hear you say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to These Go to Eleven. I can't say it like you say it. It's been a long time coming, my friend. It, it has. has been a long time coming, and I am excited because we are, as far as we know, Lord willing, we are back for good. Dude, yes, 100%. So uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, that's kind of more Nathan's job than mine, but I say welcome because I'm hoping we've got new folks joining us that have uh, never really listened to our podcast, Yeah, which we started, we were talking about that earlier, Nathan. February of 2015. Wow. So just shy of eight years. Yep, just shy of eight years. And we, we've we got a rich history here yes. with these go to 11. Uh, let, let's... Let's reminisce just a little. We won't we won't reminisce too long. Sure. But let's reminisce just a little. Yeah, let's bridge the gap for old and new. That's right. That's right. And uh, for those of you who have listened to us before, you'll remember uh, some of these uh, great names that we've had on the podcast. We've yes. We've had uh, one, Zach Bartles, who started as a guest and yes. then became a host for a period of time. Became a public menace. I mean, became <laughs> a host. I'm hoping he's listening. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he is. Yes. I, hey, sure I, I got to read one of Zach's books before we have <laughs> back on. Well, it, it, at least you've gone from it propping up the table to on your bookshelf. It's so. a, it's, it's, I think there's two or three on the shelf. If I scan my uh, books, I can find them. No, I love Zach. What a great dude. Yeah. What a yeah. great dude who um, was probably the most recent co-host. Well, not probably. Uh, no. No. Nathan Bartleball That would be Nathan Bartleball. Yes. Yes. Nathan Bartleball, my friend, I'm sorry to leave you in the dust, especially to put Bartles ahead of you. I know. Well, um, he was technically ahead of him. Well, but that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, Nathan Bartleball, uh, film critic, deep thinker. Yeah. Uh, just a, a super nice gentle guy zach um an author a pastor a, a great mind and then there's that other guy what was his name uh Heartman yeah, or... Hartman or <laughs> devil's no. chariot motorcycle rider oh that would be our friend steve <laughs> that's Hartman. right steve hartland yeah so you know we've gone through a, a number of uh co-hosts but we've also had great guests on the podcast think yeah. of zach s wine oh man early um, on yeah great spurgeon sorrows yep. he wrote the book uh dealing with spurgeon and depression yep. we've had uh john frame yes uh, world-class such a great theologian philosophical thinker oh. um heart goes out to him because i i remember reading a couple months ago his his wife just passed away yeah. Um, uh, you know, so a, a lot of these connections, even though we haven't been directly tied to the podcast, we followed these people. And so, uh, my heart really goes out to him, especially Absolutely. now that the holidays are coming around. Yeah. It's a dear man. A um, dear man. We've had Sam Alberry, Fantastic. Who, uh, wrote the book, um, 
a whole is is God anti-gay. Yeah. And of course, uh, Sam Alberry is serving um, in pastoral work over in the UK. Yep. He is uh, probably the smartest sounding man we've yeah. had on this podcast. Well, when you're British, yeah. <laughs> dude, when you're British, it helps. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Why do British people sound 30 times smarter yeah. than the rest of us? That or um, Scottish. I mean, Scottish. Yeah, works too. Scottish. I mean, they do. And. It's, uh, you know, one of uh, my fellow elders, Paul Jilks, is a Brit. Shout yeah. out to you, Paul. Just making us all look like fools. So, uh, yeah, Sam Alberry um, was a wonderful guest. Elise Fitzpatrick, yeah. who's written some wonderful uh, devotionals and books. and Joe materials. Thorne. Joe Thorne. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. And then... Uh, if you remember, dude, a regular guest was that guy. What's his name? Uh, Matt Smith. Yes. <laughs> that I privileged to pastor with now was always kind of a guest pas- pastor in these recent years. Have had a lot of change for all of us, and Matt and I, the privilege of serving together. Yeah. So, yeah, for those of you that are new, you're thinking, hey, who are all these names? We won't spend much time on them, mm-hmm. but we, we wanted to say we started this eight yeah. years ago, and for a few years Nathan and I were the – at the core of it yeah. we were the host yep. uh, the, you know kind of co-hosting our way through and um yeah we'll we'll get we'll to get, what we're yeah, doing we'll now. get to all that um really the goal and the focus greg to to kind of bring all that up was our podcast was always focused on what is it what does it mean to live a christian life engage with other believers and non-believers i mean we we had uh faras oh yeah here, yeah. good friend of mine jr yep uh people who were not believers and engaging with them in conversation and uh life yeah um and so you know we've really had the spectrum but it was how do we live our life as believers how do we talk through these things walk through these things in our context today yeah you know so back then it was 2015 yeah now we're 2022 lots changed a lot's happened a whole lot has changed um and so we want to keep the main thing the main thing yeah and so in that regard our slogan is an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith yeah i love it tell me what is that? I mean, unchurchy, come on. You're an English major, Greg. What's right. up with that? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a real word. <laughs> My uh, former professors would be disappointed. But it's a colloquialism, of course. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just to say, it's kind of strange. I know I pastor a church. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sort of representing that church on this podcast in, in many ways. And um, w- when I say unchurchy, I'm, I'm really talking about just kind of weird sometimes stifled christian culture yeah in other words if you've ever been in a small group i've pointed this out before and i'm, I'm pointing it i don't i have not mastered this i do the churchy thing all the time we often don't pray like the psalms right. you know i always say what if somebody actually prayed like a biblical psalmist person one prays for aunt Martha with, yeah. uh, you know, I'll use the cliche, her bunions. Person two prays for their child and what college they're going to go to and that they'd be given wisdom. And person three says, May I find a good parking spot tomorrow? Yeah. I'm <laughs> in a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. With the God of the universe, get me 50 steps closer to the sliding doors. Um, 
or finally that person jo- joins in. I should make that person four and say, uh, they say, uh, why have you turned your back on me, God? You've abandoned me in darkness as my closest friend. That would probably make us uncomfortable. It's not churchy. Yeah. It's it's very authentically Christian, real, honest. Um, and that's the kind of conversation we want to have, Nathan, yeah. a, a conversation that is just raw, earthy, uh, at times uncomfortable. Yep. Because the this is where people actually live, yeah. Um, and I have thought so many times, uh, what do people do after they say, you know, in my world, hear a sermon? Yeah. Uh, there's the sermon. There's the response in the church moment. Mm-hmm. Laugh at the right places, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I bomb. Many times I bomb and hear crickets. Um, not at the uh, right uh, place, hopefully. Amen. Amen at the right place, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, and, you know, go home. That's that's one thing. That's appropriate response to church. But, like, Tuesday morning, you're just ticked off. You can't stand your boss. Well, let me see. You hate your boss. You uh, know you probably shouldn't hate your boss. You are uh, angry at your wife. No, you probably shouldn't be angry at your wife. But, but I mean, you are. Mm-hmm. We all know that's what happens. We all know God knows it. And to just try to invite, open the windows a little bit, let some fresh air in here, and say, let's get real yeah. and honest yeah. and not feel like we've got to speak by a script. So that's unchurchy, you know. Uh, and often I find what keeps people from being spiritually inquisitive yep. is they are assuming the real thing is the churchy thing. Yeah. So the more we can do to eliminate the churchy thing, yeah. And say, let, let's talk about the real thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm not even sure there's a God because I'm, I'm so angry. I, well, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Like you don't have to like go through some prerequisite, right? Class, and then you learn the way to talk about it. Just talk about it right where you are. Yeah. Christians, non-Christians alike. Yeah. So everyday faith, you know, which I, I love. By the way, shout out to Matt Smith, who's really helped us yes think about um a tagline yes yep. not for advertising but to really yeah. let people know what is this podcast about yeah hey because you know our title is these go to 11 that's a line from a 1982 yes. mockumentary yes. called spinal tap yep you can check that out but uh that technically means we're going to turn it up we're going to yes, crank sir. it up and, uh, you know, because it goes to 11. That's it's, right. It's, it's the volume. That is a real dictionary term, by the way. People look it up. I know. Incredible. When Matt <laughs> said that. No, you can look it up. That yeah. is an actual phrase yep. that people now use to enhance, yep. maximize, etc. But what are we talking about? Gardening? Yeah. Uh, are we talking, is it a movie review? Is it, No, we want to say we're having trying to have a really real unchurchy conversation yeah. about everyday faith. Yeah. And... And with that, you know, because we're kind of bridging this gap between our history and where we are now. Yeah. uh, What's different this time, Greg? Because we, you know, again, as I introed, you know, we we're back and Lord willing, we are back. Yeah. uh, For good. I'm excited. So what were some of the differences between, you know, I I think what 2015 was it right around 2018 yeah. where you had to start pulling back. I think that's about right. May have even been late 2017. Mm-hmm. Could go back and look, but yeah, I, I was in it a few years and pulled back. Uh, great question, Nathan, and um, it's a little bit 
how do you come at this? I would say what's mainly different for me, which I think will be different for the podcast as a result, is I was kind of happily shoehorning the podcast into my already busy life. Yes. Four kids, now eight years ago, dude. My oldest, Samantha, she's 23, so she was 15, going on 16. 16, Ella was five, going on six, and the boys in between. Yeah. So... You know, five to fifteen—that's that's pretty woo, right? <laughs> crazy life age, pastoral duties. Um, you know, some family members, health problems, etc. Uh, I loved when we would get together, but it's something I more or less did as a hobby. Yeah. Um, and that was a bit of a delicate dance. I, well, I can say this at that time, dude. Our elder team, our oversight team yeah. at the church, I would have loved. If this, what we're doing right now, could have been part of what I do as a pastor. Yeah. Um, I think at that time for where we were, not everybody on that team, I think, even understood what a podcast was. Yeah. If you remember, Serial was uber popular then. It came out at the end of 2014. It really, I mean, podcasting has been around a long time, but I think it really upped the profile. Yep. So it seemed like a golden opportunity. But because I wasn't going to be preaching a sermon yes. or using the podcast, everybody open up your Bibles to Galatians 6. That's my right. preacher voice. Not really. I don't preach <laughs> like that. It's my pretend podcast preacher voice. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Uh, and we shall go through this passage together. I don't know why I'm making that sound creepy. Just what I'm doing in the moment. But because I wasn't doing sort of standard teaching stuff, I think yeah. for some people, well, what is that? I'm so happy this time around, dude. Yeah. This is part with the blessing of yeah. my leadership team. Talked about this over a month ago. You remember I called you, dude. Yes. I said, dude, yes. I'm so excited. Um, I'm really shifting my duties here to do, you know, uh, I, dude, I don't do that much well. Um, I'm not trying to sound falsely humble. I, I teach, uh, yeah. I, I think, uh, uh, fairly well, and I converse. Yeah. You're a communicator. That's, that's, that yes. is your passion. Yes. Communication, being with being with people and communicating with people. That is your passion. You're an extrovert. I mean, yes. let's be real. Like, Absolutely, dude. And thank you. I, I, it's what I love to do. And to have the full blessing of the church for this to be part of what I do now as a pastor, that yeah. means when I hit some life headaches, yeah. like we all do, I could not find a way to continue yeah squeezing in a hobby but during that time dude i continued to preach yeah i continued to counsel because that was part of my pastoral role. this now being part of my pastoral role um oh man so excited, I'm really about excited. That. well even to be able to say and if you're listening because we've recently promoted it uh, on a sunday morning or you, you heard us talking about it online let me just say one of my favorite things that nathan and i like to geek out about dude how many times have i been up there on stage and a, a topic sort of Oh my goodness! This has implications yeah. for blank. Yeah, something I'm talking about. There's not time to develop that in a sermon. Yeah, but to be able to shout out Nathan. Yeah, dude, write this down. Yeah. We've got to talk about blank. Yeah, and to see you thumbs up. Yep, schedule that. Well, I think about this summer when you went through the Book of Ecclesiastes. Yeah, how many side topics could we oh, have just yeah. you know really geeked out on throughout? I mean. Really, you could have preached a sermon on Sunday, and because it was summer, we could have come into the studio every single day to talk about a different facet or aspect of that sermon. That's a great point. 
like the first one could have been, is this sermon series going to kill the church? Uh, <laughs> that's what my family was asking. They're like, Greg, uh, week five, we're talking about the most depressing, despairing, death-oriented thing. Right. What's next week? Uh, more of the same. Right. <laughs> what's what's the le- more of the same? Right. Uh, I'm we're, we're pretty much going to be there right up until the kids start school yeah. again, and then there's a whole other reason to be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want them to be acquainted with the depression now, so they're prepared <laughs> that's for right. it post labor. That's right. We don't we don't want that shock and awe. <laughs> yes, but dude, that's a great example. So one of the things we want to do, um, you know, and it, it really ties to the mission of our church, is to have raw, earthy, real, yeah, unchurchy conversations yeah. about real stuff. Yeah, uh, that sometimes Sunday morning just doesn't afford yeah. a Bible study doesn't afford. They become what Starbucks conversations, right? Yeah, tavern conversations, yeah. right? And <clears throat> since you and I have been to both places, right. <laughs> it's like we're doing that just right here. Yes, and I imagine Nathan, we've got many people with us. Yes, and I know that's why, as you know, you're the genius on that stuff, dude. We'll be encouraging social media engagement, questions, mm-hmm. comments. Um, because they often become great feeders for, oh, that, that is a great thing to talk yes. about. How, how should we come at this topic and consider it and invite some cool people on that can help us think through it? Yeah. I'm pumped. There's a lot that went on between uh, not only just when we started the podcast, but when you and I uh, decided that just, again, like you said, life really couldn't keep it going. So yep. ask Steve Hartland to join. Yeah. Uh, asked Zach Bartles to join, and that's uh, when Zach was the host at that point. We we actually had entered into COVID. There is uh, an unaired episode where Zach and I uh, basically thought that COVID was going to be like swine flu or Ebola. <laughs> going to be over in two weeks. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's a news hype. <laughs> you and uh, about millions yeah. of other people, dude, right? I, I know, get it. Well, clearly, we were wrong, uh, but that's that's when covid kind of hit and and we were in shutdown and all of those things um there's a lot that we've said about 2020 uh and and beyond um that surrounds covid however there are some good things that came out of that oh no doubt including the way that churches rethought doing church yep and that's part of what's leading us in here. T- talk to us about that. Talk to us about the experience of pastoring um, online and, and leading to this point of, man, we need to expand yep. what we're doing. Great question, Nathan. And it ties so much into what we're doing here now as another form of online communication, connection with people. Uh, thankfully... Uh, Guy used to be on our team, Josh, years ago, uh, helped us get Mm -hmm. ready in a way we never could have imagined. Mm -hmm. um, Because I remember, dude, going to our board of trustees, our financial committee, essentially, and pitching for a little budget to do online stuff. This was like 2018. Uh, I think it was 2018. And, uh, you know, that was, uh, well, why are we doing this? How many people are going to use this? Well, you know, some churches are starting to do it, vacation, sickness, convenience. 
So it was a little bit of an arm wrestle, and I understand why yeah. uh, from the board's perspective. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? I mean, what, we're going to spend money for three people right. that watch? And, uh, you know, we had a bigger vision for it, but I'm so thankful. We didn't have what some churches had uh, that had no online capacity. Yes. It had to go from zero to 60 like that. Yes. We had some infrastructure. Josh moved on, so... Uh, you know, we right when 2020 hit, yeah. we had another, to me, genius whiz kid who's already yeah. helped us with this, Stephen Smith. Yes. Shout out to Stephen. Yeah. He loves public attention. Um, Stephen has uh, been incredible at, at really since the beginning of COVID. Mm -hmm. We yeah. recognize, wow, all we're going to be able to do is online. Quick caveat, dude. We've talked about this 100 times. Yeah. In our little run through for this, we talked about this. Uh, I've often thought kind of I have weird like social fantasy ideas and if you could time travel uh, and somehow bring the Apostle Paul back yeah, and study him for six months. You know, he'd learn the language. Uh, we wouldn't learn his because, you know, we're American. So, he, of course, he would adjust to us. That's kind of the way we roll. Right. He'd learn uh, our language, etc. And I would love to see him look at an iPhone for the first time, or maybe the first time he recognizes what it can do. Yeah. Or the, your MacBook right there. Yeah. What it can do. What I can send him. Oh, you can write a letter. You don't have to write it on a scroll yeah. with a lantern and entrust it to uh, a young apprentice yeah. to go through hell and back to get there. You can send it. You don't have to cross out multiple lines of yes. you know, things that you yes. you messed up on or spelling errors. Yes, or, you don't. If they even had whiteout back yeah. then or just whiteout was probably start over and pay absurd money for scrolls. But then when you think of video capabilities, mm -hmm. you mean I can see the people in Corinth? They're hundreds of miles away. Yeah, they can talk to you live. Um, Come on, dude. Mm -hmm. He's not going to jump for joy at that. Yeah. So... We were able to raise our online presence, yep. our online engagement, mm -hmm. where we have some people that now start interacting with people. Mm -hmm. Even if it's two people, yeah. they matter to God, so they matter to us. Yeah. We want to be able to interact with them. And uh, we, COVID's forever changed us, every church. Yeah. We're always going to be hybrid. Yeah. And I love now, dude, that people that are away, hey, I really wanted to hear this message i really wanted to know what right. happened at service on sunday uh they can find out yeah live or later yeah and dude to podcast yes which is hugely popular still oh it's still more the than ever number one media above uh vodcast or anything like yeah. that it's still the number one medium out there so because i'm told some people dude um uh, what's this thing they do where they get out of, I think it's called exercise <laughs> and they get on these weird things, dude. I think they're called like treadmills and ellipticals. I always thought ellipticals were the three dots at the end of a sentence. But <laughs> they, 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 they do this stuff and they listen to podcasts Yeah, and it could be about any topic under the sun, right? Recipes, cooking, pop culture, entertainment, sports, faith, yeah, building stuff. There's, you know, a billion things yeah. I listen to. PFF, shout out to you guys. I know you're listening. Pro Football Focus, yep. um, to get all my fantasy advice for, which explains why I'm in last place. Um, <laughs> so to be able to do that, yeah, and actually contact people and touch people is just incredible. Yes. And there's, there's some things that we've seen and noticed 
as well. Uh, and, and I think, again, Greg, you and I, uh, we were getting together. It didn't matter whether we were podcasting or not. Yeah. We were getting together. How many times were we getting together? Man, we, we need to make a podcast mm -hmm. out of this. We, you know, even in our planning sessions, we, we get to our planning sessions um, and it's like, we, we just need to turn a microphone on and just recapture yeah. us talking. Um, that but, could be scary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll just. There'd be yeah. a lot more editing going on. <laughs> <laughs> there would have to be a lot of post work done before that sees the light of day. Yes. Uh, but, you know, it, and, and really it's more to do with the fact that you and I are just kind of ADHD all over the place. Uh, when dude, we do that. it would be exhausting probably <laughs> for people, right? I'm going to take this piece at the end and put it in the middle. And, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but, you know. <sighs> One of the things that we've talked about and noticed is, and, and we're calling this podcast, the, the title's there, everybody can see it, Jesus Without the Junk. And this is part one, because we've noticed uh, a lot of Jesus with the junk. Or sometimes Jesus buried under the junk. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's... Let's spend some time. You know, we we've been uh, we've got about half of our time that we kind of spent, yeah. you know, talking about some of this. Stuff. Let's let's talk about our observations of you know these things that we've we've noticed. Sure, Jesus plus. Yeah. Honestly, dude, twenty twenty um, yeah. is when I, I, I always know there's a Jesus plus just nature in us. Mm -hmm. Let me start with this, dude. Um, Remember, I was talking about this cool C.S. Lewis quote. Yeah. Screw tape letters, for those, many of you will probably know it, those of you who don't. Uh, the great, the late, great, brilliant Clive Staples. Mm -hmm. That's the C.S. Now we know why he went by C.S. Right. Um, Lewis wrote a book called The Screw Tape Letters, which is a really imaginative premise where it's sort of describe reverse engineering the Christian faith. He describes it through the lens of a senior tempter mm -hmm. named Screwtape who has a nephew, whatever that means, yeah. named Wormwood. He calls him his affectionate nephew. He's advising this young rookie how to spiritually mess up your patient, yeah. which is the person to whom you're assigned. And what's interesting about this book, if you've never read it, uh, it, it, is, it is a fantastic book really to is. read because the patient doesn't start as a Christian. Mm -mm. So... The, the senior demon starts with his nephew by keeping him from becoming a Christian. Yes, that's and the then, main goal. And then, uh, you know, spoiler alert, but the book's how many years old at yes, this point? Yes, yeah. Um, the, the patient becomes a Christian, and then it's how do you keep the person from focusing on Christ? Yes. And and that's what this book is. And so talk to us uh, about this. I love piece. your spoiler alert thing, too, which to which I had, by the way, another spoiler alert. Bruce Willis is dead in the sixth sense. Um, <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there. If you haven't seen it since 1999, <laughs> I digress. But yes, Nathan, this it's interesting that you, you, you set me up great there because at one point the patient does become a Christian and there's kind of a chilling dialogue you will be answering for this. Mm -hmm. But he says, not all hope is lost because there are still things you can do. Mm -hmm. You can't make not, you can't undo right. his Christianity per se, but you can mess with him. So this is a quote. He says, what we want if men become Christians at all is to keep them in a state of mind I call Christianity and, mm. A-N-D. 
you know Christianity and the crisis, Christianity and the new psychology, Christianity and the new order, Christianity and vegetarianism, mm. Christianity and spelling reform. Some of these are obviously really unique to early 1940s yes, yes. UK. Um, if they must be Christians, let them at least be Christians with a different substitute for the faith itself, some fashion with a Christian coloring. Mm. So. Christian in the crisis from COVID? Yeah, that, that would be interesting. What could we fill? Uh, Christianity and vaccines. Yeah. Christianity in the new order, changes of leadership. Yes. I mean. Yes. Um, Christianity and CRT. Yeah. Race riots, etc. So, dude, here we are in 2020, right? I've told you this so many times, Nathan. Um, I pastored about 22, 23 years full time mm -hmm. before 2020. It's been yeah. now 25 uh, in two churches. I maybe occasionally, but I almost am tempted to say never, can't remember many of any times where people asked me the questions that I started getting asked in 2020. Yeah. Part of the reason, just to review it really quickly, obviously, in case anybody forgets, March of 2020, the world kind of changed a <laughs> um, little bit, right? There was a honeymoon period. Yeah. Man, I miss that. Um, we were online with a church. Everybody sort of was in it together. Do you remember even like celebrities yeah. were making those like kind of impromptu concerts? Yeah. Dude, I thought that was kind of a cool time. Yeah. Well, and let's be real. I mean, all of I mean, we're, we're talking about Jesus in, in in the junk here, or Jesus without the junk. But didn't didn't we find out that our lives were so filled with junk? Yes, that allowed like really a reset to. Oh, you know what is important? Yes, dude, that's a great point. That could be a whole topic itself. <laughs> what did COVID show us was important? Wow. Well, and I, dude, there was COVID. There was that short honeymoon. And then I, I noticed maybe, I don't know, six weeks, eight weeks into it, the reopening questions started mm -hmm. to happen. Then there were associated issues like depending on which state you lived in yeah. or what county you lived in in some cases, uh, are you bowing the knee to Caesar mm -hmm. by remaining closed or not opening or when should you open? And then, dude, we, uh, if you remember, uh, uh, I think it was Memorial Day weekend when um, the, the just, you know, we all saw it, the, the shocking yeah. uh, death of George Floyd yep. and the following protest riots, et cetera, that ensued that raised, caught a lot of attention to whether it was CRT, Black Lives Matter. Uh, then we took a lot of that heading into a very weird, maybe the weirdest of my lifetime, presidential election season. Yeah, yeah. School year. Yes, the school I, year, which know. for so many was all virtual. Yeah. Um, and, dude, you can speak to that from you were a private school teacher yeah. and, and how that played out. Yeah. And then, dude, you had the was the election stolen or not. You had January 6th. You had vaccines very yeah. shortly after that, which I never anticipated would be as electric of an issue this as is they were. It's starting to sound like a Billy Joel song. We didn't start the I fire. know. Dude, yeah. Dude, we, we need to do two. our own yeah. one. Yes. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> um, and, and honestly, dude, I started to get, well, I was asked some questions, and I was informed. I never knew CFC was woke. Mm. Uh, what? I don't know what you're asking. I don't even sure at the time I knew what that meant. Uh, there were a lot of, I'm going to be blunt, 
Christianity and issues. Yeah. And I I think more than any other time it was a t- I don't remember anybody asking me, Greg, I got one question. Are we still going to preach on the free, unconditional love of God offered to all people in the gospel of Jesus? Yeah. Nobody asked me that. Yeah. They asked me other things. Yeah. Vaccines, mask, science, CDC. Dude, I have opinions. Like yeah. everybody has opinions. Sure. Many of those have shifted, changed. Yeah. Some of those are in free fall because I just don't even know what to think anymore. Right. Probably like everybody but I saw, dude, more distraction. Yeah. Uh, I saw people who were irate mm-hmm. because of something after the end. Yeah. And honestly, dude, it broke my heart. Yeah. And I would say, uh, man, would we have found our identity in what's before the end, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and people, oh, that's kind of Pollyanna cliche. I don't, I don't think so, man. Yeah. I always think dude, my favorite picture of this is in the the portrait of the twelve original followers of Jesus. Yeah. You've got Matthew the tax collector. Yeah. And Simon the zealot. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> that is like having Ben Shapiro and. Um, I, I need now. I need to think of a, of a liberal commentator. Um, you know, somebody fill in the blank here. I, I don't even know uh, liberal commentator. I'll pick a liberal politician, right? Um, or Democratic politician. You know, uh, fill fill in the blank. Um, in the same group. Yeah. Under the same master Jesus. Yeah. Dude, we know nothing about political friction. Yeah. Simon the Zealot carried a sword. Wants to is uh, right. want all these Romans gone. Matthew works for them. Right. His his 403B right. is courtesy of Caesar. Thank you very much. Right. Somehow, woo, I get passionate about this, dude. <laughs> Somehow, Jesus was enough. Mm-hmm. And I saw so many people, good, wonderful people, that couldn't find the common ground. Yeah. Because of, dude, because of vaccines. Yeah. Or reopening. Yeah. So this is a very, I think, relevant topic. I think now that we're kind of, we all say we're kind of coming out of COVID, whatever that means. Right. We know COVID's probably in the right. cycle for a long time. But we all know it's different now. Yeah. I mean, most, I mean, uh, arenas are filled, schools are open, restaurants are open, although they all close at nine o'clock. I, That's another topic yeah. for another day. <laughs> what in the world, man? Can I go to the diner? At eight forty-five, right, and not be told, "Oh, sir, you've got fourteen minutes to eat." Right. Now, granted, I can do it in five, but <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> that's right. The lingering. That's right. So, dude, that's what twenty twenty. I think you and I have talked about those observations. Yeah. Highlighted was a a. It almost feels like a test. Yeah. And, dude, I, I'm going to be a little hyperbolic and dramatic here just for the sake of everybody. I, 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 there are times I feel like we, I collectively the we, sure. fail that test. Yeah, yeah. And we're about, yeah, where Christianity was a given, Jesus was a given, but this topic right. is the be-all this and all. Is, and right. No, it isn't. Right. Dude, I was thinking about this recently. I heard on NPR they were doing this, what life was like for school children in 1962, mm. Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. Dude, I didn't live through it. Yeah. I was a twinkle in my daddy's eye in yeah. 1962. Eight years later till I came along. Um, I don't know. Maybe some of our older listeners. 
being a child to uh, told to get under the desk. Right. Which I think we would all agree probably wasn't going to be very effective. Right. If a nuclear uh, weapon uh, landed, but uh, where everybody thought World War Three is imminent. Mm-hmm. Um. The Russians were on their way to Cuba. Uh, missiles were pointed towards the United States. It was a, a tense time, and they were just talking about what it was like for school children. And I thought, nobody thinks about that now. Right. But I bet there was a time that could have. That's the be all and end all. Right. And even as extreme as that was, it wasn't. Yeah. COVID wasn't. Vaccines right. are. It always comes back to Jesus. Right. Well, and you. I mean, think about that. Are there events that have shape the course of history absolutely world war ii yeah. defining event in history yeah i'd say so uh go, e- even in america our small history civil war you know defining event in in our small piece of history go go back uh even even further than that you know the wars that are going on over in europe in the 1800s go back to napoleon go back yeah to the so go back to the english Revolution. you know keep going back the single most defining moment that scripture and if we believe that scripture is the true authoritative word of god the single most important defining moment in history is christ and the cross absolutely dude and when we look at what what would a first century christian have known about christ I mean, let, let, let's let's condense it even further because I I don't think we give enough credence to the idea of what did the people around him actually know about him? Yeah. What did they understand about yeah. him? You know, I I I constantly go back to the statement that is made when Christ asks his followers this all important question: Who do people say that I am? And they're giving these answers, you know, oh, you're, you're John the Baptist, you're a prophet of old. You, I mean, th- this is who the mass thinks mm-hmm. that Jesus is. If he was on Twitter or Facebook and he put out a poll. This is the buzz. This, this is yeah. what people would think, you yeah. know. And then, and then he turns around and he asks his disciples the most important question. Who do you say that I am? And there's one. There's one out of the 12 who have been following him. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And the credit doesn't even go to Peter for that. It goes to God. Right. What did they know about who Jesus was or what? And, and I think this is sometimes where we get confused because English, the English language can be so poor sometimes. We have one word for knowledge yeah. where most other languages have several. Right. I would say that the disciples had a great head knowledge of who Jesus was. I mean, they followed him around for, you know, three years. So I I think they knew who he was, but the heart knowledge, that, that penetrating, you know, who is this person and the implications of that, what did they actually know about him? Yeah. And I think that's what we want to seek to explore in these, in these next few minutes, yep. and then we're gonna, this is going to be a two-parter. Um, we're going to seek to explore that in that next part. And so, yep. Greg, open us up to that conversation, Jesus without the junk, yeah. and start us off. Uh, I, you know, we've got we've got about ten more minutes. Yeah, 
So start us off with that. Before you do, I'm going to open up my Coke here. So open that Coke, dude. We'll hear that nice sizz. Oh, right. dude, that's that's good. Love that can. That's that's good. That's a Coke Zero, dude. That's Coke a Zero. A wise yeah. choice. Yeah. Now, other people that are you know, nutritional purists say, no, it's not. <laughs> but, dude, for me, that's about as wise as I can get. Well, you know, here's the deal. I, I acknowledge the fact that I am getting older, and uh, diabetes is running rampant in America. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So I have to carefully choose. Now, I will say that before this Coke Zero, I was drinking a uh, nice sugary sweet tea. Yes, so yes. I uh, just decided I needed something a little more to drink. and. Uh, that's right, dude. You had ice in it, so it watered it down. That's right. That's yeah, what I told that's myself. Right. <laughs> um, you set me up great there, Nathan. Thank you. Um, I of wow, the disciples themselves. You know, um, when you talked about head knowledge, heart knowledge, experiential knowledge. Yeah. You know, however we 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 slice it. Um, you know, you know, the demons had the probably the best head knowledge. Yeah. They always knew who Jesus was. <laughs> You're the Holy One, the Son of God. Right. But they hated him. Well, known him since before the foundations of the earth, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, they've seen him in glory for millennia, and now they're seeing him in their comfortable turf, and uh, they're terrified, which tells you a lot. But their hearts, yeah, they we, they we would not say they knew him right. in the way we would want to consider that. Uh, and then the disciples, you know, that knew a lot or should have known a lot and then seemed to get it and then seemed to forget and get it and forget and on and on. Then there's my favorite, dude, which I think is a good way to end and maybe pivot to yeah. set up the next one. And that is the thief on the cross. Yeah. You know, dude, I've always said, oh, what's my favorite Bible passage? It, it changes depending on what I'm reading or studying. And that may still in some way be true. But I, this, this has got to be at the top or close to it for me. Yeah. I don't think I have a day that I don't think about it, Nathan. Um, all right. So the story is... Interesting enough, in Matthew's gospel, in his account, mm -hmm. both thieves, this is often missed, are hurling insults yes. at Jesus. Yes. And Luke's account, and only Luke, the one thief breaks ranks. Yeah. And uh, he rebukes the other thief at some point and says, stop. So you put the two accounts together, it's as if he's saying, hey, I've stopped and you need to stop. Yeah. My best guess, dude. What would have changed that man's heart was not a theology seminar, right. was not an evangelism uh, introductory class, uh, because he wasn't getting that while he was dying, hang on a cross. Right. I think seeing the man in the middle who continued to pour himself out, yeah. who prayed for the forgiveness of his accusers, etc., something changed. Yeah, And he says what... A, a, it's so bad by modern evangelical standards, right? right. And I'm saying that too. What I because when I do a baptism interview and I'm talking to a younger person yeah. sometimes, I recognize their vocabularies and so you're trying to help them a little bit. Sure. Would you say, Johnny, that uh, when you said you wanted to, uh, you know, um, be on Jesus' team or something? I get that. I, that you put your trust in him, you know, the way you trust your mom and dad to take care of you. Yes, yes. You're trying to beef up right. their vocab. This thief was probably beyond a PR firm. Right. Because what you want him to say, right. like we would say, is, I acknowledge I am a vile sinner. I cannot save myself. The deeds of the flesh can produce no life. I put my faith in you and you alone. No. Yeah. Hey, Jesus, do you think you can remember me when you come into your kingdom? Yeah. So he knew he was some kind of a king. He has a hunch, maybe this guy 
who knows I'm a, and he just admitted it, I'm getting what I deserve. Yeah. Maybe they'll throw me a little scrap yeah. of mercy. Dude, it is a sloppy mess. It's an unchurchy yeah. prayer. Yeah. And ironically, Jesus just, wow, what beautiful assurance that he confers. Yeah. He says, today, truly, you'll be, I tell you, you'll be with me in paradise. Gives me the chills every time I tell it and think about it. Um, I also think if you could extract, if you could do a little science experiment, go back in that moment in time and do some Black Panther Wakanda lab experiment where you could extract all the cognitive, spiritual, theological, doctrinal information in his brain. Yeah. What did he know about the Trinity? What did he know about the canon of the Old right. Testament and what would come of the New Testament? What did he know about Israel's history? Yeah. What did he know about the Exodus? What did he know about fill in the blank? Right. Dude, wouldn't that guy fail miserably? Yeah. It's Jesus. Yeah. And there wasn't an opportunity for junk. Yeah. There wasn't an opportunity for some really good things, too. Yeah. Because you and I have talked about this. Had he been revived, right, became a early follower of Jesus that served yeah. in the church, of course he would have learned more yeah. like we have. He would have grown more like we have. But I think we should ponder there a little bit. Yeah, It was like a good friend of mine says, his prayer was like the equivalent of, hey, can you put in a good word for me? Yeah. And it was enough. Yeah. It was enough. And I just think that is so captivating. And can we develop a healthy, <sighs> stiff arm? Yeah. Hey, be careful that this thing after the and yeah. doesn't supplant yeah. what comes before. Yeah. And there's a thousand ways that plays out. Well, and you, and you think about this concept of um, Jesus without the junk. What we're really getting at is here's Christ. Here's salvation. I think there's an and, but I think what the and is, is getting to know Jesus more. Oh, dude, that's good. You know, it's not Jesus, it's not Jesus and, and more Jesus. Right. It's yeah. not Jesus and Ooh, politics. Yeah. It's not Jesus and your thoughts on COVID. It's not Jesus and your thoughts on the vaccine. It's not Jesus and your thoughts on X, Y, Z. It's Jesus and more Jesus. Yeah. Get to know this person, you know, you and I talked about this when you and I met. It was this brief conversation that we had. Yeah. You know, it was it was uh, you were working at Redeemer. Joy was working at Redeemer yeah. Christian school and they were doing their Christmas celebration. Yep. Uh, it was down in Baltimore, Little Italy, yes. at the Italian restaurant. Yeah. I remember I had lasagna, I yeah. think. <laughs> he doesn't like. remember meeting me. He remembers the lasagna. Yeah, who, who, who are you? Again? <laughs> Sorry. That lasagna, man. <laughs> That ricotta that was in there. Uh, Maybe that's where we have another planning session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, the conversation, I really, I, I, honestly, I think it went, oh, it's, you know, it's so nice to meet you. You yeah. know, I, I love your wife. She's a great teacher. Yeah. You know, but, and she is. And, uh, oh, she, yeah, fantastic. She far exceeds anything that I would ever do. Um, Can I get an amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, that was the beginning of our relationship like yep. that was the start of it you yep. know think about any relationship that you have there's a starting point yep. and if that relationship is going to get better there has to be and more of that relationship yep nothing else you know um 
you and I are such close friends, but it's safe to say that we do not agree on everything. Right. But I think what we can say is we know one another and love one another enough to say, yeah, the stuff that we disagree on, it's who cares? Right. You know, at the end of the day, who cares about that stuff? Because ultimately, when we get to the other side of eternity, you know, or, or I mean, when we get to the other side into eternity, are we really going to be messing with oh, that stuff? Dude, you know, I know. I mean, at, at the cost of relationship and now and don't get me wrong. And I think we'll we'll talk about this at some other podcast. Are there some relationships that it's it's going to take eternity and Christ to ultimately heal? Yeah. Just like a physical ailment or something like that. Oh, yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah. But I've got many of those. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, don't yeah. don't we all? You of know, course. I mean, that's you know, I there, you know, I, I I only partially kid when you know there are times where I'm like, yeah, thanks for being my brother, you jerk. Right. I mean, like, right. You know, it's like, yes, you are my brother in Christ, but um, yeah, I I don't like you. Very yeah, much. sure, like, dude. Of I course. Mean, you know, but but God is going to take care of that yeah you know the cross is going to take care of that you know there, there are just some relationship but but again christ is the relationship that we pursue christ yeah. and more christ that should inform our thinking right. that should inform what we are running after you know who do you can i just say i have loved and and we might lose listeners over this but i have loved tim keller's posture Oh. throughout all of this because I, I think can't him say more good. than anyone has just been focus on the cross yeah focus on Christ yeah like by the way dude this is a man who's been battling pretty advanced oh yeah cancer oh yeah while this has been going on culturally um I'm glad you mentioned Tim Keller I I'll, I think in our next one I'm gonna yeah. bring up something he says about what happens in an uncomfortable relationship yeah so uh but i agree yeah i i i i think he has handled himself as an example of a jesus centered yeah he's what matters yeah he's what matters and i'm not saying people are wrong to have opinions on right things, right just that those opinions would not eclipse yes Jesus and and we're definitely we're gonna bring that up and I think talk more specifically sure. about some of those things. Yep. I, I've got some. I, I know you've got anecdotes from the congregation and and pastors. I've got some from my classes and things sure. like that. And yep. so, um, Greg, this is this has been great. Oh, went we, by in uh, a blink, dude. We are out of time now. Uh, so catch us next week for part two. Yes. Just a little plug. We've got, uh, you know, Jesus Without the Junk Part 1 that's dropped uh, today, obviously. And so if you're listening, whenever that might be. And then we will have Jesus in the Junk Part 2. And then, brother, we head into our Christmas. Oh, man, I love it. Looking forward to it. I can't wait, dude. Until next time, Greg, we just rock the Casbah. 80 style, baby.